0: You know, you said something the first night. I've thought a lot about that, and I think everyone does have a moment. I can tell you, for me, I've had lots of moments. I've had dozens of moments. My life has been a series of realizations that I can't continue this way. And for me, this was kind of me leaping in, you know, with without testing the waters and saying, I'm either going to sink or I'm going to swim because I can't wait anymore for a, for a moment. Like I always thought, well, when it's time, I'll do it. When I'm, when I'm really ready, I'll do it.
1: Welcome back to the Building Better People podcast. This is your host, Charlie Lima. Thanks for tuning in today. You're going to hear from Jimmy Brown. He recently did the six-week challenge. He lost 26 pounds. You're going to be inspired by his story. Enjoy.
0: My name is Jimmy Brown. I am 44. Uh, I am married to a wonderful woman and I have a four-year-old son and uh, I am a police officer. I've worked for the police department, I guess. Well, I've been in law enforcement now for about 20 years and uh, I uh, here I am.
1: What led you into law enforcement?
0: Uh, I did some odd jobs, uh, not really odd jobs, but I I worked in some restaurants growing up uh, as a teenager and kind of led to some uh, management positions. And uh, I chased a little money for a short time, tried to tried my hand at selling cars, and I was a terrible salesperson. And, but I, through it all, I always wanted to be a police officer. I had a, a real uh, desire. Once I realized I was never going to be big enough or fast enough to be an NFL football player <laughs> sometime around you know 11 or 12, uh, the show Cops was on TV. It was real popular. Chip. Yeah.
1: Chip and uh, Dale? No. who's no, the other guy? No, the, the show Cops. Oh, the, Cops. The, I was thinking of a you know,
0: different show. The Bad Boys. Bad yeah. Boys. What you going to do? Yeah, that show. Uh, and I just loved it. And uh, it, it it just held my attention. It's what I wanted. It just was exciting to me. I've since learned that that show is not 100% accurate of what you do as a cop, but uh, it was just something that I always wanted to do. And about uh, 23 years old, I got, I finally got off my butt and said, you know, enough with this other silliness. It's time to do what you want to do. And so, you know, here I am 20 years later.
1: Well, I think it's so cool that you're a cop. You know, just to give you a little bit of uh, kind of conversation in our home is just the last probably three days. I, at my, So my brother-in-law got his vehicle stolen like a year ago in town. Kind of crazy. And my daughter, she's six, and she kind of brings it up just randomly out of nowhere a few days, about three days ago. And, you know, it gives me an opportunity to kind of talk to her about stealing and talk to her about like, that's why we teach her to be honest. And, and I told her too, that, you know, that that's what the police officers do. They keep us safe. And, you know, they, um, and so now my little boy, like the other day, he saw a copy he's like, they keep us safe. And so it's like, it's so cool because, you know, we we're super grateful for what you guys do. I know there's a, you know, you're one of many, but yeah. it is definitely a, uh, you know, we're we're grateful for what y'all do. It's one of those tasks that you know somebody's got to do it, and somebody, mm-hmm. you know, you guys choose to do it, and I think it's awesome what y'all do. So,
0: well, it's nice to hear. We don't we don't always hear that, but uh, we're we're blessed with the pretty good support in this community. Yeah. I think so.
1: Cool, mm-hmm. man. Well, let's shift gears. Mm-hmm. Talk a little bit about. Uh, Your recent experience at the gym. So um, you'd completed the six-week challenge just a couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Give me a little bit of 90 days out of the six-week challenge. So you started right after Thanksgiving. Yes. Okay, so give me the, I guess the first, or the fall, like the September, October, November. Give me a little idea of where you were in your life at that time.
0: Well, I think it's probably... Uh, I mean, I I don't know that there were any drastic changes in that time, but I was kind of uh, not really focused on my health uh, and had been that way for some time. Um, I wasn't, you know, really thinking constantly about needing to make a change. I mean, I knew that I needed to do something, but uh, um, just, you know, my state of mind, I guess, was just I don't really have much physical activity and i pretty much eat whatever i want whenever i want it
1: and it wasn't on their radar in other words you weren't no
0: no i wasn't you know scouring looking for something no, no.
1: and so fast forward you're here the wednesday after thanksgiving mm-hmm. you had signed up for the program after you and i met it's you know somewhere around i want to say the end of november like the november 30th, the 28th 28th I yeah think, that's it was the wednesday that was night that's we met. right mm-hmm you're sitting in that kind of like group setting and we're going over the orientation program what are you thinking
0: i was excited i mean i was ready to get going i i there was a little bit of a window between when i knew that i was going to be doing it until it actually started and you know aside from those moments where i'm like well i haven't started the challenge i can eat whatever i want right now you know uh, aside from those moments I was just ready to go I, you know I was excited to be having this meeting finally and uh, I just wanted to make it happen
1: and to give not necessarily to spoil the awesome results but we'll talk about this but you ended up losing how much weight on the challenge
0: uh, 26 and a half pounds yeah
1: so he, he when you were sitting there on Wednesday night I mean had you know you're excited did you have any idea that that's that would happen
0: <clears throat> you know, To be perfectly honest, I, I, in my mind at the time, I was having a hard time coming up with what I thought would be a reasonable result. We were kind of tasked with coming up with goals. Uh, I could only draw on my past experiences, which I've now learned probably were not the best or the healthiest results. So uh, I guess to answer your question, I may have anticipated more weight loss. I did not anticipate Losing the weight that I did and being so uh, fulfilled by that number because it's an entirely different journey that I went on compared to every other time I've tried to lose weight. If that makes sense, yeah.
1: Give me a little bit more of that. What do you mean by that?
0: So you know, I've I have in my life I have had successes, uh, numerous successes. I've had uh, and I've done all of these things on my own. You know, I mean, years ago I. I jumped on the, uh, the Atkins train and had a lot of success. I lost a lot of weight. I mean, I could, I'm the guy that if I really wanted to, I could lose 10 pounds in a week, you know. Uh, but I had never put together uh, an intense workout program with an intentional eating uh, plan, uh, like a nutritional meal plan, one that actually gave me what my body needed. And, uh, so it was an entirely different experience. And I I know now that what I was doing a lot was my body was kind of withering, uh, at times past, you know, I'm stronger now than I was before this. And I can assure you that in years past, when I lost 10 pounds, 20 pounds, I was weaker at the end of that.
1: Yeah, so tell me about that first workout. You came, to, so kickoff was Wednesday night. You came mm-hmm. the very next morning at 5 a.m. for your first workout. Which I did
0: not know. I, I, I was not anticipating <laughs> that I had to be here at 5 a.m. the next day. Um, it, it, was, uh, it was exactly what I expected in that it was very painful, and it was, it, it was disappointing to me that I was in a position where that workout was so brutal for me exactly what I needed. Um, but not the workout itself wasn't disappointing. I was disappointed that I was at that place.
1: Kind of a humbling moment. Yes,
0: absolutely. Mm-hmm. And
1: then now, you know, you, mm-hmm. are, you, you, work out how many days a week?
0: I'm probably, I would say four to five yeah. every week.
1: Yeah. And, and before the challenge, how often were you? Oh, working? Oh gosh. Out? I mean, I,
0: well, We would probably have to talk about what my view of a workout was before, you know, I mean, what I would have thought a workout was I would maybe once or twice a week, I mean, I'd gone through spurts, I I would go for walks a few days a week, uh, go for bike rides every once in a while, but working out like I work out here. Years, I haven't done that in ages.
1: So it kind of sounds to me, and I I want to get your take on this, but it kind of sounds like you had a whole mind perspective change, like on this whole view of being healthy. Like beforehand, and correct me if I'm wrong, was it this kind of like, if I want to lose weight, I'm going to do X and get the weight off, but never worked long-term, right? It never felt like Mm -hmm. something that was sustainable. Working out wasn't a big part of that. It was... And now it just sounds like your perspective has changed entirely on how to do that. Sure. So give me me kind of both illustrations, like where you were in your mindset prior to Mm -hmm. the challenge and the experience, and then where you are today, two months later, Mm -hmm. in the same way.
0: Well, I think before, everything was centered around the scale. Uh, And I would weigh myself regularly, and it was about... If I wanted to lose some weight, I would try to make a concerted effort to walk regularly, um, intermittent jogging every once in a while until my my knees couldn't take it anymore. And uh, I would just cut back on my food or primarily maybe go uh, cut out carbohydrates. You know, the thing would be, though, that as opposed to a healthy meal, it would be like all bacon and eggs and cheese and all of the things that are, you know, uh, the non-carbohydrate foods, the proteins and the fats. It was not a healthy eating pattern, but all I was doing is thinking about that scale, the number on the scale. I I wasn't doing any weights. I wasn't doing any real cardio to speak of. I was just trying to cut back on my carbohydrates. I'd had success before and, um, you know, just increase my physical activity just a little bit to help out. And I would always be successful. Now, I am not really focused as much on the scale. I mean, it's still a concern. I have a long way to go. I want to lose a lot more weight. But now I feel like I am more concerned with my fitness. And I'm more concerned with not really my performance here when I come in. But I have already kind of, I don't know what the word is, but I've, I thirst for the success I've had. Like I feel my muscles that I have not felt in years. I mean, my arms, my chest, my shoulders, my my legs, um, and I you know I feel better. It's not just about the scale, but I feel better, and I want more of that. It's not about okay, I got to get on the scale tomorrow, and it's got to be one pound down.
1: You know what you said earlier at the very beginning about <clears throat> in your career, you had chased money initially, like car sales, this and that. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if this is a good illustration, but it, it would you say it's a lot like kind of like when you, when you do a job chasing it for the dollar because that's the reason, right? As opposed to probably what you do now and you're actually fulfilled in what you do for a living. You've always wanted to be a cop. You get to help people. You feel every day like there's a purpose. And what we find out is typically when we take that path, that money is there too. Like, mm-hmm. But whenever you're in a weight loss journey or a fitness journey and all you're measuring success by is the scale, it's almost kind of like the prison cell of like all I'm working for is the dollar. Mm-hmm. But when you find fulfillment in your career and it's more of a calling and there's a purpose to it that goes beyond the, the amount of your paycheck, there's a fulfillment that's unexplainable and there's a higher... Uh, passion for what you do.
0: That's probably a really, really good analogy. And I haven't thought about it in those terms, but I think you're probably onto something.
1: And I think yeah. a lot of people are in that prison cell, right? Mm-hmm. Of doing everything for that scale, right? For the, the satisfaction of seeing, like you said, 10 pounds and they're eating the bacon and meat and cheese diet, you know, and mm-hmm. just because it's, it is, the in their mind the answer to how to do it you know so Mm -hmm. you told me after the challenge that you had referenced to a lot of friends you know when they asked you about the six-week challenge that this was the easy button Mm -hmm. and tell me a little bit about what you mean by that and kind of how you got to answer those or your
0: to that conclusion well you know there's been more than a couple of people that have laughed at me when i've said the easy button you know they're like getting up and working out at 5 a.m you're (laughs) that's not easy. You're not, it's, and I say, look, that's not what I'm, I'm talking about. I think for me, it's the easy button because it boils down to uh, uh, just a couple of things, you know, particularly the challenge itself is getting on the challenge and then basically sticking to the meal plan as, as it's laid out. And there's options. There's, there's plenty of options in there, but, but, but more importantly, the bigger part of it is just get up and get here and get in the door. And it's not always easy. But, but once you're here, everything else is taken care of. The, the, the thought process behind what you're going to do is done. You literally, you could be half asleep and stumble in here and someone's going to tell you, go over there, pick that up. This is what <laughs> we're going to do today. We're going to show you how to do it every day we're going to show you what to do. Show you, oh, you can't do that? Well, I've got something for you. Like it's there's just, you know, the only excuse is the one that you you come up with to not go. But but once you overcome that hurdle, it's easy. So,
1: what what was the support from the community? That, I guess the specifically the people that were doing the challenge with you because you didn't do this by yourself. You had you had launched that kickoff uh, with a few other people, and they—you would see them at the gym. Mm-hmm. Some of them you'd see more often just because you guys came at the same class mm-hmm. time. Um, how did that factor into your success?
0: You know, it—it was—it was good. I—I um, I appreciated uh, the, the the chats we had in the mornings. Uh, you know, the checking in with one another, uh, the Facebook. Um, comments and just kind of seeing people posting their food and talking about the things they've gone through or going through. Um, you know, I was, and, and you may be getting to this at some point, but I, I mean, I was uh, not just that, but it, it was everyone at the gym. I mean, it was, there wasn't in my mind, I didn't delineate between the people in the challenge and the regular gym goers, because it was just a group of people. When I showed up, everyone was the same group of people, uh, and and they were all very supportive, friendly. You know, I, one of the things I tell people when I talk about Crossfitting and going, getting in the gym is, if you saw the people that I work out with every day, and you had no idea who they were, you would. The, if, if I told you these people have something in common, probably the only thing you could come up with is. To live on the same street, you know? I mean, because it's just a cross-section of society. It's all kinds of people, young, old, big, small, short, tall. Um, and they're all super nice, very supportive. So, I mean, that was the big thing. It, the Challenge people were a part of that, but it was everybody. Everybody and, was there. You
1: know, there was this really cool morning, and I think you and and maybe Nate came up, and even I think Karen was out there, but... We were inside getting or in the outside, but inside space, getting a group started right at the beginning of the year. You guys were probably five weeks into your challenge and you remembered being in that group, right? When you were kind of in the getting started few sessions, the the on ramps. Mm -hmm. And I remember talking to you guys after that, y'all were like, man, that was us. A month ago, you know, yeah. and mm-hmm. so how, what kind of moment, because, you know, I didn't get to elaborate with you guys or kind of get any insight, but what kind of moment was that when you got to, you guys were a part of the 5 a.m. class, working out outside, and then you saw this group getting started doing the exact same intro workout that you guys had done about a month prior?
0: You know, I, and I saw, I, there's a group of them this morning Yeah, I saw, um, uh, you know, I see that group and I, it it, it doesn't seem like it's been that long ago. Um, and, but I immediately, I mean, it's, it's interesting because you see somebody, you know, exactly what they're going through. You know, I stopped and chatted with a few of them this morning. I'm terrible with names, so I can't remember. But, uh, three of the women walking out that were going through the on-ramp this morning and, uh, they were smiling. I'm like, Hey, if you're smiling, walking out the door, man, that's a good thing. You know? So I just, I know I'm able to identify immediately with those people, you know?
1: If, if anybody right now who listens to this podcast is just kind of in their first couple weeks, whether at the gym or on the challenge, what, you know, what are some words of encouragement that you can give them kind of a little bit ahead of where mm-hmm. they are, but knowing where they are probably in their first week or two, mm-hmm. you know, still kind of going to different classes, mm-hmm. trying to figure out this whole meal plan, making it work for their life, busy lives. What can you, mm-hmm. what kind of wisdom or encouragement can you give them?
0: You know, I would say uh, experiment with the meal plan. You know, break things up. I was I was really bad in the beginning of, oh, eight ounces of chicken. That is my protein, you know. Uh, you know, three slices of Ezekiel bread is my carbohydrate, you know. And I got to where everything was getting a little bit boring, but then I realized I don't have to do just one. I can split things up and I can do half of this and half of this. Um, so being creative with the foods that you're able to eat was big for me. It helped me. And, uh, you know, I don't know that I'm in a position to give anybody, you know, any insight because I'm still so new at all of this. But uh, it is it is rich to conclude that six-week program and know that you did everything. You gave it everything. I'm not, I'm not talking about perfection. I'm just talking about that you fought to the six-week it's rewarding to know you can do it because it just gives you so much more strength moving forward.
1: And what for you has life kind of been like after the six week challenge and not to make that sound kind of like this, like, oh, uh, you know, cause it doesn't need to be this giant difference, right? Like one of the mm-hmm. purposes of the six week challenge is really just to help people get started. You know, we believe that there's people out there who man, they just need help and they need a lot of support. And so the six week challenge is just a very high touch program. You know, it's Mm -hmm. like, Hey, we want to be as much in your business as you allow us to be. And by that, I mean, supporting you with your diet, supporting Mm -hmm. you with your workouts, with your goals, checking in on you. You know, we want to do a very high touch six week period, but now post six weeks, you know, what has that been like for you now that you're kind of done with that program? You're in our regular classes. You've, Learned a lot in that six weeks about nutrition and, and health and a new perspective, it sounds like. But what has it been like here the last couple of weeks?
0: You know, I would just I would say that it's important to. Because, I, frankly, I've not really done this, but I think it's important to set yourself some guidelines and some rules. You know, I was just talking about it this morning with a guy I work with about now that I'm not on the challenge, it's easy to allow myself to go from you know rule to rule or you know maybe maybe today I'm going to eat these things but but tomorrow I'm going to maybe count my calories and eat whatever I want and it's very easy and I think it's important to to prepare for that kind of dropping off of that structure a little bit because it's so easy but you could stay on it there's nothing to say that you have to stop doing it but it's it's certainly easy to, to, to allow yourself to veer from time to time.
1: You know, the way I say it, Jimmy, sometimes is we'll call um, 100% the most disciplined approach to health, right? Very few people accomplish that, myself mm-hmm. included, like hardly anyone. Um, and that just, that's, that's just kind of like the perfection when people start the challenge, they're probably operating below 50. You know, they're they're somewhere, you know, below the 50 mark. And then during the challenge, man, they skyrocket. They're operating at a very high percentage of perfection pretty much for 6 weeks, get some great results. What I tell people that are even not doing a challenge, just really, you know, wanting to get healthy. One of the absolute most important things for you in your health is to figure out at what percentage you can operate at long term for forever <laughs> because it's the challenge is great in getting somebody whoom you know okay i now understand most people don't know what to do so they they think they're operating at 100% but probably they're operating somewhere you know below that because it's not doing it the right way which is kind of where you were before like you're 100% years ago has been probably not 100% in terms of the, the right way to do it, right? So mm-hmm. we teach you how to do it 100% the right way. Well, then not everybody can sustain that. I mean, that's a pretty hard thing. And so if you, if you drop in, almost think of an airplane that's operating at, you know, a certain height, right? You know, feet, whatever. And then you now drop to, let's just say, 80% forever. Man, if you were at 20% before the challenge and now you go 80% forever, like – You'll get there, sure. <laughs> the six week challenge got you twenty six pounds operating at a very high percentage with some principles, with you following some structure. If that structure is main it is something you can maintain, keep at it. Mm-hmm. Most people, like you said, will have now the drop off doesn't need to be much, right? It needs sure. to level out to some place where you can say, with you know like a, a honest approach. I think I can do this at 90%, 85% because the people that make that see success long term are not the people doing it at 100%. I'm not doing it at 100%. Mm-hmm. I have just found in my 18 years of being on this journey where I can maintain and live at long term. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and typically I tell people when I've tried to do 100%, it's not fun. You know, I mean, that Mm -hmm. almost becomes too much of a chore, you know, kind of going back to what you described before, Mm -hmm. you know, just, but when I find out that like, okay, I can be 88% and again, there's no, there's no like internet Google search that you can look this up and tells you what 88% means, but you roughly can get an idea of where you are, right? Like, Mm -hmm. and, and the people that end up probably the most unhappy are the ones that want results of somebody who's operating at a 90 plus percentage, but they're not willing to give a 90 plus percentage for the their life. Sure. So they're constantly unsatisfied, mm-hmm. you know, as opposed to saying, hey, I'll give 80 percent and I'm just happy with the results that 80 percent gives me, which is typically really good. Yes. You know, it's like the, the, you know, what do they call it in baseball? If you bat 300 or 400, you're amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to be perfect. But if you can just be sustaining really good habits long-term, it's really long-term So, or successful. Um, you talked about here, and one of the questions I'd asked you, you said that you thought your successes and failures and how they led you to the place that you thought you needed help would be a good thing to kind of talk about on the mm-hmm. podcast. Can you elaborate on that a little bit?
0: Well, I, I have had success in the past. I mean, I, I probably... I would, I would say that at one point, I lost about 80 pounds um, on my own, and uh, it's one of those things where I always, in the back of my mind, have felt, when I'm ready to do it, I can do it. I'm uh, It's just not time for me right now, or not, not this meal. I'm ready to... I'm going to eat what I want right now. I don't want to go work out. I'll start next week or next month or whenever. But I felt like all I needed to do was just make a decision to do it, and... You know, I, I came across the Facebook ad and watched it and then kept scrolling and then thought about it later and went back the next morning and found it again. And I thought to myself how it's not about the nuts and the bolts, even though I think it is more about that than I anticipated. You know, it, it was more about everything else that that is offered here, the community, the support, the the direction uh, and you know the the reason to get up in the morning and come in. So uh, I felt like I felt like I didn't really need help, but the more I thought about it, the more I thought, well, this this has the type of help that I could really use. Maybe I could do it on my own, but I mean, I you know you said something the first night, and I think this t- talks to or speaks to to what I'm trying to say. But you said. That everyone has a moment, you know, and I I will agree with that, but I, I feel compelled to add a little bit to that because I've thought a lot about that and I think everyone does have a moment. I can tell you for me, I've had lots of moments, I've had dozens of moments. My life has been a series of realizations that I can't continue this way and for me, this was kind of me leaping in, you know, with, without testing the waters and saying, I'm either going to sink or I'm going to swim because I can't wait anymore for a, for a moment. Like I always thought, well, when it's time, I'll do it. When I'm, when I'm really ready, I'll do it. And, you know, uh, we used to go, I tell this story and I don't, I don't know if we have time, but I, I tell this story about when I was a younger man, my friends and I would go float the river every year and we'd load up and we'd go on a road trip and we'd go down uh, to New Braunfels and we'd go get an inner tube and we'd traipse down to the river's edge. and I was the guy. People were 100 yards down the river and I'm back here up to my knees in the water because it's freezing cold if you ever floated the river. It's very Mm -hmm. cold. To this day, I'm the guy that takes forever to get in the cold water. And it's the perfect analogy because this program for me was me saying, I'm not gonna sit at the water's edge anymore and let the current and all my friends go by. I'm jumping in. And that's what this program did for me. It wasn't about someone giving me the key and showing me the way. It was about someone walking with me and helping me. You know what I'm saying? Is it,
1: is it like you finally came to a point where you accepted it's okay to get help?
0: I, I think it, yeah, to some degree it's okay to get help. But it was, I needed, I needed, I guess the help that I needed was not really the help that I've been considering all along. Like, I know that I need to eat fewer calories than I burn every day. And I know that sugar's not good for me. And I know that I need to work out, but I would never work out in a way that I work out here if left to my own devices. It's just not possible. I mean, unless you can get Scott over to my house, you know, and have him watch me doing, you know, overhead squats. I mean, it's just not – I never work out on my own the way I get to work out here. It's just not possible. Um, And I feel compelled to get up and get in here. People ask me when I'm not here. Where were you? I didn't see you yesterday. You know. So I guess in my mind I painted a picture of, you know, help is someone telling you don't eat a cheeseburger. You know, hey, you need to go jog. You need to work out. You need to burn more calories. I don't need that kind of help. I can do it. But in reality, the help that you get from this program is not that kind of help. I mean, it. it, You get it. You get a meal plan. You get people telling you how to work out and what to do, but it's it's a, it's a on another level. It's a different kind of help, and it's exactly what I needed. Um, I don't even know that I realized that coming into it. I just knew, hey, I'm fixing to put this out there. I'm going to tell my friends, tell my wife, and if I don't do good, it's going to be bad. It's going to be embarrassing. So uh, accountability was another thing. So...
1: Man, I think that's awesome, and I love how you just said all that. So, um, just very—it's very encouraging to hear you say that. So, I appreciate the you know your words on there. You said your wife and your son are your biggest inspiration. Kind of tell me a little bit about
0: that. You know, uh, uh, I'm I'm an emotional guy, so I'm gonna really do my best not to be emotional. It's okay uh, to be emotional. Yeah, you know my wife and my son are everything. So, uh, my wife deserves a husband who cares about his health. She deserves a husband who, uh, focuses on his health because it's the right thing to do for his family. You know, um, someone who's going to be around for a good while, you know, and not die at a young age because he likes chicken fried steak. (laughs) Uh, in, in many ways, she deserves far more than I can give her. But, but she, uh, you know, this a lot of this was uh, uh, about that about me wanting to show her that I can do it, and I can do it for her, and do it for my son. You know, my son, he he thinks that I'm a superhero, like most boys do. And uh, there's going to come a time when he's going to realize I'm human. But I want to prolong that as long as I can, and I want to, to earn and 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 deserve the admiration that it gives me i want i don't want to be the dad that that sits around on his butt and doesn't do anything uh and eats whatever he wants uh, I, I want it to be you know i guess somebody that i'm proud of so that it's easy to see why they might be proud of me and mm-hmm. so uh you know it it kind of touches on some things I experience back here, and we've never talked about this, but I have days where I come in here and I work out, and I'm like, I get emotional. Like I have to kind of get it together a little bit because I do things in here. And I, when I'm doing them, I don't. I'm like, this ain't happening. I'm not finishing this. There's no way. And somehow I do. And I've laid on that floor over there, looking up at that tin roof ceiling with kind of welling up a little bit. I'm thinking, how did I do that? Um, you know, I'm my first box step up and I got to do like five sets of 25 or something ridiculous. (laughs) And I'm like, it's not happening. And yet somehow I do them all. And so those things are like, man, you did it. Like you can do the things that you don't think you can do. And so I think my wife and my son enter my mind during those times and that's one of the reasons why I get a little, you know, I mean, emotional from time to time. Uh, To myself. And
1: and I, you know, I guarantee you, I'm sure she tells you about how proud she is of you and I'm sure your son too, you know. So cool.
0: You know, I I think my wife is proud of me. You know, in a broad sense. But my wife, she's been with me for a long time and I think, I think she's wanting to see like, is this for real? Like, mm. is he going to take a few steps forward and a few steps back? You know? Um, so that's always there. Mm-hmm. And it's good. I've earned that. I deserve that. And I've mm. earned it. Um, she's proud of me, but it, it, it drives me.
1: You mm-hmm. know? Like, it's awesome. Yeah. The last question I ask everybody on the podcast is um, the title of the podcast is Building Better People. We believe you working out makes you a better version of you how's that true for you? How's this
0: experience just helped make you a better you? You know, one of the reasons I got, I really had a desire to do this was I came to the realization that my fitness was affecting all aspects of my life. I think it was affecting me as a husband, as a father, uh, as a coworker, you know, as somebody at work. And, um, I think in the two months that I've been coming here, uh, you'd have to ask my wife about whether I'm a better husband, you know, but, uh, I feel more energetic. I feel, I come in here and I think I've told you this, I walk out of here, feeling like I can wrestle a bear, you know, even after those hard workouts, I feel energized and alive. It took me three days, uh, to start feeling better, uh, amidst all the pain from the movement. I was starting to feel better. And on my ninth day, I, I was out playing with my son. Running around the circle on our street—that I never do. I never do that. Um, you know, he wants to play a game where we ch- we chase each other, and I always say I'll chase you, and so I let him take off in his little motorized truck. <laughs> that way, I can run for a few feet and stop running, because I can't. If he chases me, it's over in an instant. Uh, on that ninth day, that that second full weekend, we ran four or five times around the circle on my street, and I had more. And he was like, "Daddy, let's play something else," you know. So, I know that I'm better because I feel better. I'm I'm proud of myself, you know, I have more energy. I can get up and down off the floor very easily playing with my son. Um, I feel just all around. I mean, you know, I I got a lot of things to improve upon as a person. Um, But there are certain aspects that have definitely, definitely taken off in the last two months just from coming here.
1: Thank you for tuning in today. Don't forget to subscribe to the Building Better People podcast where you will hear more stories of individuals being positively impacted by living a healthy lifestyle.